I karate kick the gun out of the hand. It falls on the floor. I pick it up, point it at him, and I say, looks like you dropped something. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm the man in the box. I'm Roddy Rich. Rich Don't wear no shoes in my house. No socks. With no socks. <laughs> as much as as much as like the box, you know, remixes and mashups and whatnot are played out, I think the the song has attained a certain timeless legendary status. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not some idiot that doesn't include the bitch don't. Wear no shoes about my house line in your remix. If you don't, if you somehow cut that out because you're some weird European person that puts it, <laughs> that, that like layers it in all the wrong places. Oh, yeah, where it's all off by half a bar. Oh, that shit fucking drives me crazy. I'm wait, gonna, wait, you, when people make remixes and stuff and you get this weird suspicion that they may have never heard the original song. Right. Yeah. That's no, it. I think it's intentional sometimes, man. Yeah, sometimes it's intentional, but it's and almost sometimes like. Sometimes it's a natural fall off. Like, I and have sometimes one it's like almost like, I almost kind of like, it still works, and I don't really have the argument, but I still no, like, it, I'm like it's being like, like um, it's I'm being like, the it old fucks head. with your brain, though, if you know the source material. You know what I mean? What have you been filling your time with? Beats? Beats, mostly, rhymes, and life? Mostly beats. You know, I feel like I took a step back from. Uh, not taking a step back from streaming. I mean, we did the Juneteenth thing, which took, you know, like a lot of work on the back end. Okay. Yeah, man. Like that was getting, a, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was a full day of programming. And then like after that, it was like, all right, let me chill for a second. It's pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty exhausting. <laughs> you don't realize like I've, I've curated, like I think we've all thrown parties, but like getting people organized to like do an hour set with social distancing and, yeah, protocols and, and, and shit. And also just the, just the transitioning between different, you know. Yeah. And it was a lot, and they had other videos running during it, too. So after that, I was like, let me relax for a second. And then I've been, you know, doing part-time work, you know, for a rehab care facility, which is something I've done before. Um, But other than that, mostly beats, listening to the new Pop Smoke, you know, Uh, looking for new tunes. Yeah, shout out to Pop Smoke. So you... you, uh conceded that you're not going to be DJing for a while and you might as well pick up some extra income. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things was, you know, kind of when this whole thing started, you know, I I think in my head I felt like we'd probably be DJing again by now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know if that's like the right... Like, I remember us talking about watching... It was going to be like a few weeks. You guys both both thought that? Hmm? You guys both thought that we would be DJing by now? Yeah. Yeah. I did not. I didn't. I, like the, when my, it first my, started, my, when the lockdown first yeah, started. Yeah, my earliest estimate of when it was all going to stop was like September. That was like in my yeah. head. That was like when I thought that maybe we would DJ for people again. Outside of like, I know some people are doing that now. Like, yeah, you there's know, that like, new spot, Juno. But I mean, you know, because because still in Philly, like there's only outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, the AC it, guys are getting their boardwalk work in. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, yeah, I, did, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think it was. Yeah, I don't. Anything. I honestly don't even give a shit about that. I want to play for a full club. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not. I've never been a big fan of like daytime of, DJing of uh, and shit like background that. music yeah, DJing yeah, or whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You like to make the fucking people dance, Mike. Mm-hmm. That's what you. You know. That's what they. They don't call me main room Mike for. <laughs> <a reason. laughs> so we haven't recorded in over a month with all the shit that's gone down. Being the DJ music guys that we are. I, you kind of like see all these 
the idea of like having to explain concepts to people, which at this point, it's not really a matter of like, they're never going to get it by now. What? Like defunding the police? Not even that. I mean, more along racial lines and like systemic racism and stuff like that. And one reason I'm always like, how the fuck do people not get these concepts yet? And, and I, I feel like a big part of mine was the music I listened to growing up. That other than just like, actually listening to black people too you know what i mean right like firsthand and and like just growing up with it all the time and saw it and and yeah and like the concepts with your friends yeah you know what i mean like so like no like statistic i don't need to read any essay or hear statistics always know just know what i see with my eyes yeah yeah yeah. like i've I've witnessed firsthand the difference between cops have treated me by myself with white friends with black friends numerous times like insane stories and like i i did make a big post and i deleted it because i didn't want it to be about me but i did make a big post at one point i think on the black square (laughs) the black square day where you were supposed to put the black square then you weren't supposed to then you were supposed to hashtag and then and, yeah because yeah. <laughs> then you drowned out the hashtag by putting black lives matter on right. the square and then you got to put the square up again then, without right, the hashtag yeah. uh-huh. a so, lot a lot went down with the square that day i think i think absolutely like all music live streaming yeah short of yeah. david yeah. guetta for, for short of the short of when david guetta ended racism do you remember that day no oh, man was I, that when kylie jenner gave the pepsi to the cop no this was you saw it right i saw it it was bad. Uh-huh. What happened? He, he, re, he, he just took some song of his and he put like Martin Luther King Jr. I Have a Dream vocals over it. Over and he a Greta was like, song? Over Greta song, some new thing he was working on. He was like standing or on, a, on top of a fucking skyscraper, like DJing, you know, in front of the sun. Like, mm. <laughs> but you could also kind of tell like it was the, the cringiest thing about it was like you could kind of tell that he thought he was like doing something good. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It was like it was like it was a little bit like the Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like I I don't think, but it it was awesome because it was hilarious because it was David Guetta and it was so like oh. I think if you're not American, you just you just can't really get the. the levels of, of and it was almost like he said something like big up George Floyd like I forget uh, what he I said but say, was, how did I miss this bro shit, I don't man. know how you missed it because it was one of the most hilarious uh, like moments of like I the totally year as far as just shit, like man. watching you know if you like to watch car wrecks and embarrassing things and just like it was major but uh, anyway back to the point like there was no streaming for a long time. There was no for streaming a for a long time. So we we were we were the guys to, to yeah, re-kickstart so- the Mad Decent stream and we were just like well yeah, let's Well, let's. this is a, this is one a perfect opportunity for men of our age men of to our play age. some old rap. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know, one of our first discoveries when playing the old rap and going through the old uh, two 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 things came to mind. One, I I even though it wasn't necessarily about like the police exactly i really wanted to play Raskas nature of the threat right <laughs> because i was always like man that is and so that is just is literally important. one of the most yeah you know like it's filled with filled with uh we'll call them facts for now sure very loosely but uh yeah disclaimer um you don't uh, want to listen to nature the threat in 2020 you know you know you know who would listen to nature is the threat in 2020 deshaun jackson god damn it he read my mind that's exactly who exactly so i was really excited about you know us playing this i was like we're gonna fucking play Raskas, nature of the threat. And then I listened to the words and I realized how fucking homophobic it yeah, was. Yeah, it was a lot of homophobia. And then the same thing and when I accidentally played Cypress Hill Pigs, I didn't realize that song was as homophobic yeah, well, as that, it was. Yeah, well, that song. Until, it, until you and I were on the stream looking 
yeah, well, that's what the I slurs. Just, the slurs are the old hip hop is just full of, like them little slurs that can pop up at any time. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. But the the Razkaz in particular was actually like about a little more concocted. Yeah, yeah, it was about like ancient yeah. Greek homosexuality. And that's the thing. It's like whenever you get. This is the thing with conspiracies because I've been going down that wormhole lately, not as a participant, but as an observer. The thing is with most <laughs> conspiracies and whether it's like far right, far left, black, white, it, you, it comes out and, it, and there's like some truth and it makes a little sense. And then it only takes a little bit of time till it gets anti-Semitic. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Or it gets like onto some like, it, it comes into some type of- There's also the gay agenda. Right. Some type of dogma that- uh, justifies you alienating a particular group of people. Right. You know what I mean? And it's all like, I feel like you need to prop it up. Like with this QAnon shit, it's like in order to, to be, cause a lot, it's like big with a lot of Christians, like evangelical Christians and stuff like that. And I think to, to, uh, to, to relieve the cognitive dissidence, someone who sees themselves as a good person would have while supporting someone like Trump, you need to believe that he's, he's, of rescuing the country from some demonic force. You know what I mean? So you have to create these tales that like it's overall for like everyone believes that they're doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. Which is so, which is so crazy about all this like debate and like choosing sides and ideologies and politics and parties is like, no matter how much conversation you have with someone, they think they're right. Yeah. Just in terms of nature of the threat. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, like so a good example of how like, there's a lot of cool, like weird facts in there, man, but it only <laughs> takes wait till the third verse and you're going to be like, okay, time to it's Homer Simpson slowly creeps back into the bush. Me, <laughs> the gif. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just like, let me uh, No, That was something I, re I realized in the pre-production was I was like, wow, that song is not going to fly but there was definitely a lot of uh a lot of classics and uh yeah which mostly is probably not uh snopesable or, or or you know that song was definitely definitely uh not fact-checked no <laughs> <laughs> you might even say it was a little bit my of, favorite was kind of the, kind of uh, pre-internet you know my favorite was the uh the moors slaughtered the turks on uh Thanksgiving, and that's why we eat turkey on Thanksgiving. And then the the one about uh, Santa and um, wait, what was the uh, Santa there, one? There, 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 one. one? There was one about Christmas and, and yeah, and, and, and anal. He did a whole Christmas one, Christmas though. and Christmas and, and anal rapes and uh huh, you know, and and uh, Yuletide cheer, the, the the normal Yuletide cheer. Uh, yeah, man, it was like yeah, it was a lot. What this has all led us to is us actually having to sit and think about some of our favorite, um, it was our favorite <clears throat> conscious political wasn't voice it, of the. Did you ever think that you were going to actually be able to uh, voiceless to uh, to play nothing but those tunes for yeah. like thousands of people? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thousands was, of people that uh, are younger. And that actually was that the day that we deb debuted as Artronics or no? No, I think it was the week after. It was maybe. the week after, but um, yeah, that was that was that was fun playing all that. And also, I wanted to mention that uh, one of the to me, it means it, it's a he's still an awesome like success story in music and all that. But one thing that's been kind of disappointing was the fact that the rumor song uh, "Rascal" was not at to this point adopted as the new national anthem i have a confession to make what i didn't know that was a cover of a rascal Flatts a rascal flat song yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I I explored the Rascal Flatts song afterwards. Yeah, and I was like, Ooh. I know, like and I just, I, I, I just realized, found out like, like last week. But I mean, I realized it's it's a beautiful song. Did yeah. you listen to it? It's a very it's a you know it's a yeah. it's a love song. Uh huh. It's a it's a very nice song. It's but, like it's like fifteen years old at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I never knew. But yeah, the the the, the Rascal, um, and then well, recently you know, Young Thug jumped on the remix. Yeah, why don't cool. you play that one? I'm gonna play that because if we're gonna play these songs, we got to kick it off with like what I think again should be the new national anthem. <laughs> well, it is a, it is definitely an anthem. It is the anthem. It is the Ard Ardtronics uh, anthem for sure. Who is this angel in the ski mask with this beautiful voice? <laughs> I remember when this video that, was being that shared. It feels the same way about like the what, police that February I February or something? Well, this out. video came out like five days before COVID, and I was like, man, this is a casualty. I would even say later, longer than that. This is the biggest casualty of, of, of a coronavirus. Like it was from February or something, man. Yeah, I mean, that's really I mean, right close when enough. We started yeah. Not five days before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. Okay, I mean, five days. Maybe not five days. You play this, Jabir? I've only seen the meme and the video, or oh, kind yeah. of like the whatever it is, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Uh, his whole uh, his project's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a few other joints from him. Also, have this drum edit, which I've, I've been playing on the thing. But this uh-huh. is this is the remix with Thug. So I haven't really like sat down to listen to Young Thug's lyrics. I've Let's only played now. it. We're gonna do it now. I'm not gonna interrupt it. Fuck twelve, fuck twelve. <laughs> Beautiful, young thug. Fuck the police. It's actually one of his uh, One of his less mumbly uh, Not a very mumbly I don't think of Young Thug as someone that necessarily mumbles He just he just sings in a Young Thuggish way He's uh, you know, it, it's not mumbling if you're making up words. <laughs> if you're creating a new language, I don't use mumble rap as a pejorative, though, man. I, I just, it is a genre. Unfortunately, that's what it's been called. So, I mean, I would I, say he is a, a, at the forefront of it. Right? I feel like the concept of it was definitely blown out of proportion. I feel like it applies to unsuccessful rappers, like say, uh, what was the little like? What's what's the Mexican kid that hates Tupac? Uh, Oh yeah, Lil Xan, like that. Oh, is that one? Lil Xan, like he's uh, that's a his style. Like that's mumble rap to me. I don't know. I just feel like that, that was just like a thing that just old people say to make young people feel stupid. Okay, so we'll come here. Yeah, new TJX6, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. R.P. George Floyd. The speak go hard. Yeah, I follow I follow TJX six X on Instagram. X X six X six. I always get that confused. Yeah, I remember when we were doing the stream one time. You were like TJ X X X X X X. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Um, X six. Yeah, if you follow him on Instagram, you'll immediately get like fifteen followers of scam accounts. 
Um, and I actually got a DM the other day on Instagram, and it was uh, someone saying, "Hey, what's your what's your cash app? I'll I'll send you a hundred dollars right now." So I gave him my cash app. <laughs> but yeah, I deleted that one. For those that don't know, uh, yeah, for those that don't know, TJ is a, he, he, he does a lot of scamming. Yeah, well, they should know because we did an episode on it yeah. last year, almost a year ago, I would say. Yeah, I was just reminding people, you know, in case they just, just want to go back. Hey. We uh we haven't had an episode in over a month, so people yeah. should be listening to them back episodes. So yeah, anyway, I think we should uh, kind of continue with some of these like newer jams before we get into those a couple of classics. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. But uh yeah, this is a song. Uh, this goes pretty hard. This is a uh, Terrace Martin featuring Denzel Curry called Pig Feet. I don't know if you heard this one. It starts off with some gunshots, but it goes hard. Every day I become a bigger uh, Denzel Curry fan. This reminds me of like old school. Yeah, this is like because he's like, but it's now and, he's, and he doesn't sound retro. Yeah, like you remember that song we were playing where it just like has that one that one with him and Kenny Beats where the second half sounds like DMX. Right, like right, 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 right. So like he just has a lot of. Got the uh, you got the city morgue, John. You know, city morgue. That's Zillakami and Sauce Mula from mm-hmm. New York. They got a uh, ACAB. I think I played this one, and then you were like, "What's this?" Let's play this a couple times. It's got a little movement. Mm-hmm. Who is this again? City Moore. Oh, yeah, you play this on the show all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's called ACAB? Okay. What else you got there? Oh, well, yeah, you know, I got the just like, you know, the YG who just like keeps it very simple. Fuck Donald Trump and fuck the police. 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 Fuck the police.
feel Buy a Glock, burn down the block, that's how I feel Murder after murder after all these years Buy a strap, bust back after all these tears Mama's crying, how they gon' heal? How you would feel? Uh, well, you might as well throw on another one while it's over there Which one? The uh, Polo G Over the Tupac Oh, yeah yeah, Yo, it's works. called it's called wishing for a hero. Wishing for a hero over the old changes beat, and he he raps, man. Like he really is. I think he might be my favorite young young bull rapper. Yeah, yeah. Because like when you you'll hear in this song, like he he's like just spitting, and it does remind you of a of like one of the songs from our day, <laughs> from our you know what I mean. Where he's, hard, he's hard. actually yeah. saying yeah. shit, and it's he's rapping and connecting ideas and stuff like that. Yeah, so when I went to uh, the protest I went to, uh, we were line dancing to the Tupac changes. Okay. And that's what I think, oh, that connects the thought, right? So, like, it was a lot, of, it was obviously a lot of young kids, and they, they played this, they played Fuck Donald Trump. Um, and they played uh, Michael Jackson. They don't really care about us, and it made me realize these kids need some better protest music. <laughs> uh, yeah, we discussed that, right? You're yeah. Like, and I think that was like as just as, saying, as, like, as, as as enthused as this generation is, it's impressive considering that they don't necessarily have the music to spawn it. Where we actually did, and I don't feel like our age was really out there like that. No, you know, right. It, it was well, almost like also it was you like, got to keep in mind that like this kind of perfect storm of elements like if regular society and life was going on mm-hmm. yeah when exactly this exactly. motherfucker murdered George Floyd yeah would anybody have been capable in every city and countries all over the world of being able to just get up and mass protest yeah like definitely that? no Co- COVID. Put us in a position where we had right. nothing else yeah, to do. Yeah, we were than, waiting, and, and that's another thing I realized too when I went to the to the joints. Um, there was a social need that was being fulfilled. You know, like I felt like not to make light, but uh, but I I felt like I was kind of at like an event. You know, like like they were there's music playing, there was people dancing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was like, but one observation was that these kids need better protest music. Like, yeah, we yeah. grew up, we grew up with some classic <laughs> right. cop hating music. Right. But I do have one more new song to play before this. Oh well, by all means, uh, this is Jabir, I, would say I was this asking is before, newest. like, who's your uh, who's your favorite think, would, younger uh, yeah. up and coming rapper? You know, Mike mentioned Polo G. Mine is uh, I'm a I like Guap Dad Four Thousand. Yeah. Did we play the little baby? The the new little baby? Oh man, no, we'll play that afterwards. We right, so yeah, this is uh this is Toby it. in Gigway. Who uh, when Major Taylor was on, he brought him he's got a song with Paul Wall. I believe he's from uh Houston. Arrest the killers of Brianna Taylor. All of y'all who think we need more evidence, you goofy, I said arrest. Wow, this is amazing. It goes hard. Yeah, it's got a good good video, too. And Elijah McClain, too. Y'all hold that boy, arrest the killers of Brianna. Oh, well, so we have a new Artronics anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goofy, I said arrest. And I, I lunched because I saw this before the last show. I just forgot to grow. Oh, man. I get off my page. That's it. 
That's the whole song? That's, that's I mean, it's a, a heater. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's pretty hot, right? Just minimal. I think we need, you need yeah, make a little edit. Just just repeat it a few times. Bring it back. Run Bring it, it back. back. Run it back like three times. Let make me it like see, three uh, minutes long. That's awesome. <laughs> this was it. Uh, shout out to Mike, who finally recognizes <laughs> Lil Baby's voice in songs when he hears him. Yeah. I know that that is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It took, took, a, took about a year. A shout out to Gunna, because he will be recognized by Mike in a few more months. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, this is probably the the most mainstream, right? Of, of the protest songs? Yeah, yeah. Probably the biggest hitter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is for sure. Because he did, did he just perform it at an award show or something? Or a six, yeah. Where did he perform it at? Uh, the Source Awards. No, did they have award shows now, no, though? No, there was just something he did that he performed it on. Was it the BET Awards? Yeah, I think it was BT Awards. They they had the BT Awards, what they have? Them? There was, was BT Awards. That was all. Online. Yeah, it was all online. It was all like the whole award show was like Black Lives Matter like mm-hmm. awards, yeah. pretty much. Lil Baby has been like making much better songs in my opinion. Maybe that's just because I know who I can tell it's him, right? You know, he came out the gate pretty strong with my dog. With your bow. My dog. My dog. That's my dog. Oh, yeah. That's my dog. Like, and whenever I'm in Atlanta, like, that song is still like yeah that's that's one of them songs that like doesn't do anything yeah but it's kind of like a low-key classic to a lot of people you know Mm -hmm. i don't know but it was definitely like he was read that down yeah you know he's also you know signed to qc which is like you know right after migos you know and like Mm -hmm. he just kind of knew he was going to be that dude but his music his music just gets better better and better and better you we you were talking we we talk about how like the hot girl summer thing is just not really one standout artist it's a collection of like Megan Thee Stallion City Girls and then, like, countless others yeah, yeah Sweetie yeah, yeah. and then, like all of them and it, it, we were saying it's kind of the same thing with dudes like there's not a lot of mate there's not a lot of Drakes you know there's not a lot of standout it's just kind of like this collective of uh, little baby Gunna Roddy Rich right. The ba- the baby's a standout, I would say. The baby's a standout. The, ba- the baby kind of crossed over. Yeah, and 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 you know, uh, Pop Smoke, rest in peace, right. would have been that definite. Yeah, when his latest standout. album tells album. you he was prime to to cross over, kind of like that song we played before that, where he sounds like Fifty Cent, yeah. but it's kind of like he's like, oh, it's not. We're just not just making drill now, you know. No, that's a that's a that's a kind of a that album has a lot to it. As a matter of fact. It's a really good album for something where the artist wasn't around to actually like mm-hmm. be there to oversee the completion yeah. of it. Like it's a good album. Um, same, maybe not quite as good because I, I feel like nobody was hurt. I mean, I don't know. It's just a weird thing that's like the posthumous releases, but the Juice World album that just dropped is like, oh yeah, I, it's pretty. I, it's quality too. But like the thing is, a lot of that stuff had been leaking, mm-hmm. so it's like some of the leaks are better than some of the songs on the album and stuff. It's just, it's just tough, but I just can't believe like how many 
it still blows my mind how the most influential rappers over the last few years are fucking dead. Like young kids. Early. Real young. Early. Yeah. And they were like literally, again, the... Yeah. These were like the, the cornerstone artists of a lot of like burgeoning like new waves, you know? Right. Everything from uh, Juice World and X like, and where they were with like... Because like this whole... Without... Now that Lil Peep and Juice World and X are all dead... There is no such conversation. We don't talk about emo rap anymore. Yeah. No. We did because there's nobody to carry that on. Mm-hmm. There are lesser artists like, say, like a Trippy Red who is like their friend who's just like sort of still struggling to find whatever their style is, you know? Yeah. And God bless them. But like those were like the the top. And then and then when it comes to Drill and New York, like Takashi 69 can say whatever the fuck he wants to say. But right now still... Pop Smoke is the king of New York. Yeah, Facts. yeah. Even in even in death, mm-hmm. and in the music, even like reflects it, like the quality of it. Like he was just that dude. You could just you know you kind of knew it right away. You were like, yeah, you were like some. I'm not saying you're you're definitely not like the grumpy old man type about music, you know? Right. I mean? But like you were like, I am excited right. about this rapper, and I haven't been excited. You've got about, you've got my attention. I haven't I been said. excited yeah. about such things in in quite a while. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like so. It's like. It's just a fucking awful era. Like, I would hate... What do these kids think? Like, we didn't have... You know, we had the Biggie and Tupac Yeah, thing but they, and, they, and at lesser, least, they at least apexed, yeah, you know? And, and, yeah. and to a lesser degree, like, the, you know, Big L was a very underground artist when he passed, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and st- only he had the, still been around for a while, He still been around, too, but he was yeah. only, like, only... He was still, like, the heads... Only the heads knew. I mean, his his big album was, you know... The one that was on Raucous, not the one that was on Columbia. Right. And and that actually the bigger the big picture that actually came out after he died too. It's just crazy how many albums that come out after artists die. Right. Life after death came out after Biggie died. Yep. Like and uh, yeah, like a week afterwards. It was like is not far after. Yeah. Yeah. What about Tupac and All Eyes on Me? Was that no? Was, no, that was before. The Machiavelli was the first one Machiavelli that came was out the first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But hey, uh, speaking of Big L. Oh shit, the enemy. Big L, Fat Joe, DITC, uh-huh. digging in the crates. Showbiz and AG. Diamond D. Uh huh. Lord, Lord Finesse. Lord Finesse. I think I just Fat Joe. <laughs> I just named the whole motherfucking crew. Did I skip anybody? I'm sure there was some other uh, side characters. No, there were not, my friend. <laughs> Yo, it was a very tight club. Guys, remember the Jay Z and Big L like twelve minute freestyle, like, uh-huh. like stretching Bobito. They wouldn't fuck with me if I drove a Nova. I drove a Nova when this song was out, so I felt it. I felt that line. I know what it's like to relate to what rappers say because I too am so ahead of my time. My parents haven't met yet, just like Big L. <laughs> that flashlight out of my face. There's another good Big L one. Off. Uh, what was this off the raucous album? Oh, this was off of Digging in the Crates. This is off a of 12 inch yeah, single. Yeah, I had this on like a Tony Touch mix. This is off. Of, like uh, this is off a of DITC 12 inch single. This is off. I mean, his, I think uh, they added it to the big picture. Actually, this is on that album, the posthumous album. Oh, this is off the uh, lifestyles of the poor and dangerous. Yeah. One of the uh, 
10 songs in 1995 that sampled between the sheets. This is a little more subtle with just the bass line. I didn't realize that sample was in there. I wasn't even hear it like that. No. We're going to do an episode on all the songs that sampled between the sheets in between 1993 and 'Cause I'm fed up with that bullshit. Hey. Big L is fed up with the bullshit, y'all. Man. Potential, man. So what do you think the ultimate uh, protest song of the the first wave of 90s protest I mean, song? It's obviously Fuck the Police from NWA, isn't it? It's not Fight the Power? Fight the Power, I feel like, is about more than the police. Yeah. And it's like not... I mean, I guess it is. It's not. We're not talking fuck the police anthems. We're talking about just like. (sighs) Yeah, approach. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're talking about the whole system. You know what? I got to be honest, man. Do you think that? Do you think that? Do you think that fight the power has more cultural power than fuck the police? No, no. I think that fuck the police has been a far more influential song ultimately. Yeah, I, think, I just nah. have a bias is that I like I'm just not a big NWA fan in the grand scheme of things. And yet you're it seems like you're a deep Ice Cube fan. Incredibly big Ice Cube fan, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I just kind of even as a little kid I always kind of saw NWA as like shock value. I, I guess cuz a lot of the kids I knew that listened to them like just listened to it because there was like curse words in it and shit like yeah. that. And I was just always kind of like, I felt it was a little, it was a bit much. <laughs> like, like a bit, it was a bit much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but public enemy was always like way more focused on the big picture. Did I ever tell you uh, my fight the power story? No, this is a great story. Should we play it in the background? Um, it is, uh, I don't know what year it is. It is the, I guess, 90? 1989. I guess it's 1989, actually. Mm-hmm. It was 89. And me and my friend Joe Hunter went to Anacostia Park, in, where I lived, I lived in D.C., mm-hmm. for Malcolm X Day. Yeah. A lot of people speaking on Malcolm X Day. Dick Gregory was there. I love Dick Gregory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty Shabazz, you know, mm-hmm. his, uh, his, ex, you know his wife. Um, Stetsasonic performed. Uh, M. Tume, the man that did Juicy. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. he was there. Um, there were some go-go performers that okay. day. Uh, uh, like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, like uh, Lil Benny and the Masters, I think. Uh, uh, anyway, but yeah, Public Enemy was the... Uh, headliner? The, the headliner. And uh, it was amazing. You know, we were just... just Couple, couple of uh, well, I'm passing, passing white and white kids, you know, in the middle of like Malcolm X Day down yeah, yeah. Park, and there was, but it was like, we were just biggest Public Enemy fans in the world, and right. it was like here they are playing this like free festival is amazing yeah. and fight the power, and they debuted it there. Right. Okay. They, like they, the song yeah. wasn't out yet. Uh-huh. You knew they had this song coming out. Um, Do the right thing hadn't come out yet either. It's the summertime, and. Uh, it just built up. It was incredible. Like, yeah. and it got to the Elvis part. Yeah. 
and the power got cut off. Whoa. Like the cops shut the show down. Damn. And then everybody was just starting to like really get agitated, you know, yeah. agitated and restless and just like there was a lot going on and and then finally like they actually like turned the power back on and then they like finished the song and then that was You like, think it was intentional that they they cut it? No, I think they actually had to like actually fight the power to get this shit turned. It was I think it actually like was going past the time a little oh, bit. Oh, okay, you know? okay. But yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. ultimately it was still like they this were like, thing. Yeah, it's it in like, our best interest to, to but, turn uh, but, the shit back but, on. But nah, they turned that shit back on and yeah. it was just like it was just a pretty amazing place to be. And again, I'm telling you, the song hadn't yeah. actually dropped yet. Right. So I got to hear But it. as we know as DJs, there's nothing that gets a better reaction than when the sound fucks up and the music comes back on after the sound it's fucks a up. Lo- there's a lost art of uh, <laughs> artists wanting to kill the sound guy yeah. yeah, and yelling at the sound man. I think there's a whole generation or two of people that don't know what that's like to go to these, to go to rap shows where a good 85 to 90 percent of the time the sound man was going to get berated (laughs) (laughs) and it just it used to be it used to be a real thing um yeah as far as i think the the ice cube um death certificate album Uh uh-huh is probably like the most educational like from like serious like street tales Mm mm-hmm Dude, was death certificate before the riots? Or riots? Or no, it was yeah, it was I think I, I know, know no, I know the predator was there. I think death certificate I think death certificate was in between the Rodney King beating and the riots, like before the tr- and the trial and the verdict. So he has Because he does make so reference he's to Rodney King his, on like, there. But I I don't think I think the Predator was the one with Wicket and all the like post riot shit. April 29th, 92 was the riots. Um, yeah, because that's what, De- that's what Ice Cube always said. He, when the riots happened, he was like, I've been telling you this is how we've been feeling. Yeah. We've been talking about it in music. For- and that's what made me think of all this stuff last time. I was like, this is not new what's going on. Death certificate came out. Yeah, in October of 91. So it came out before that. It and came that out. Had- yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, this one is the, this is the riot song off, uh, which one is this? This is off the Predator. Upright bass, baby. Is that Ron Carter? Make it rough. Snap your fucking neck. Tried to kill me when the news get to the hood, the niggas will be hotter than cayenne pepper. Cuss, bust, kicking up dust is a must. I can't trust a cracker in a blue uniform. Stick a nigga like a unicorn. Born, wicked, Lawrence, pow, foul. Turn his fucking throat and I smile. Go to semi valley and surely somebody knows the address of the jewelry. Hey, a little visit. Who is it? Who is it? Get a talk to the grand wizard. Then boom, make him eat the barrel. Pretty soon we'll catch Sergeant Coon Shoot him in the face, run up in him with a broom Stick, break, devils ain't shit Introduce his ass to the AK-40 dick Two days, niggas laid in a cut To get some respect, we had to tear this motherfucker up That was his riot song As far as like, just like shit I, I mean, I can't say enough about Death Certificate On like, the storytelling and the the like the, He really, uh, he really... St- 
once he started making movies, he just sort of stopped. With the oh, and then he started making club joints. We'd be clubbing and stuff yeah. like that. But like this joint was or, just like. Or uh, you can do it, put your back into it. I've been cleaning out that my was a fish joint right here. I found an old book of a bird in the hand. This is just like a tale of like a person. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's so well. I was a high school grad. Got to get a job because I was a high school dad. I got paid by rapper to the nation, but that's not likely. So here's my application. Pass it to the man at AT&T. Cause when I was in school, I got the AEE. But there's no SC for this jumpster. I didn't have no money. So now I got a punch the clock got a slave. And the half a member whitey says there's no room for the African. Always knew that I would clock cheese. But what a lot of political references Stop filling out my W-2. I used to always love that line. And you're playing against the ghetto backfire. So now you got a pep talk. But sorry, this is our only room to walk. Because we don't want a truck push. But a bird in the hand is worth more than a bush. Bird in the hand is worth more than a bush. Bush presidency and a bird. And a Old, probably we're talking about older bush. Old bush. Old bush. bush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You got any uh, of your classics? Oh, man, I got classics. I remember uh, when we did the broadcast for Mad Decent, like, uh, I played this and you were like, oh, yeah, that. And I was just like, what? How does this not come to your mind first thing? Because. <laughs> right. I better go over my man's crib and get the pump. Main source, friendly game of baseball. Off that Breaking Adams album, one of the hip hop. Super classic yeah. for the heads. And when it's, one, it's, it's a home run. run. And this also has the Ice Cube connection. Do you know why? It wasn't just on Breaking Adams. It was on Boys in the Hood soundtrack. It was. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the dudes pull up. What's the call? They're listening to it. Babe Ruth would have made a good cop, but he didn't. Instead, he was a bigot. <laughs> so good, man. Instead of cops shooting me, I'm going out shooting them. And let him cough up blood like phlegm. It's grim. But that is my internet. This shit is hard. Yeah, this, this beat is so good. This sample is good. Yo, check it out. It's just a We're going to get to the part where the cop yells at him. And then, yeah, real bad injury, but don't. Just as bad as being shot in the groin. Yeah, a large professor kind of shuts it down, man. Mm-hmm. And see, I know if you love baseball, like Mike loves baseball. Waiting to make the catch. Salt the outfield, your guns, you're down. You're out. 
Off to the dugout underground. I know a cop that's savage. His pockets stay green like cabbage. I miss that with Lennon. No questions. Just pulls out the flamer. And this excuse is getting lame up. Once a brother tried to take a lead, but they shot him in his face saying he was trying to steal a base. And people watch the news for coverage on the game and got the nerve to complain. They need to get themselves a front row seat or save the baseline for a beat. Cause television just ain't designed for precision, y'all. It's just a friendly game of baseball. Yeah, man. Um, I miss the days of like when you would have a whole concept and people would write a rhyme incorporating as many like different enough, like yeah. different references to that, whatever that concept is. I'm saying America. Speaking of. Uh, Shooting back. Hey, wait, wait. What's the next line? This ain't America, is it? I'm to hold on, but I don't know where the brother went. The umpires or the, the government. government. I guess they kicked him out the game and replaced him with a pinch hitter. And the scam, he was a quitter. So the cops usually torment, I mean tournament. When am I was saying? You can't let the umpires hear you speaking battle like the other kids you won't be playing. Cause they'll beat you till your ass drop. A walking gun with a shell in his hand is their mascot. Anyway, he had the line, instead of cops shooting me, I'm going out shooting them, which leads us to the next song, which is an interpolation of the Karis one BDP, Black Cop. But this is not about black cops. This is about... I believe there are 41 shots to start off this song, representing the 41 shots that killed Amadou Diallo by the cops when he was reaching for his wallet. Oh, Back when this song came out. Back in, uh, what year was that, the late 90s? 98, 99? Yeah. I mean, I was living in New York when this came out, mm -hmm. and that happened. Gosh. I mean, here's the alternative. Now, we either defund the police or... <laughs> Speaking of, by the way, Jabert, did you notice that there's a guy with like an MC scene across the street? I, I was just about to say something about that when I came down the alley because the last time we were here, probably... No, it wasn't the last time, but it was around like when there was like a lot of looting and stuff going on. Okay. And when we were coming in to watch, which had the gate down, mm -hmm. you know, this was like the second day of it. And there's people coming, running down the Watts alleyway with bags full of sneakers and stuff from the... Uh, from Gerard. Sneaker Villa? Was from the Sneaker Villa on yeah, Broad yeah, Street. Yeah. And there's just like, you know, there's some young kids, some grown-ass yeah, folks. Like, yeah, yeah. But everyone had sneakers in their hand and cops are starting to pull up. So we're just... We literally were in a hurry trying to get into Watts mm -hmm. to do... I don't know what we were streaming or what we were doing. We were doing something here. <laughs> you got to stream, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were pre-recording something, so we uh -huh. were putting the gate back down. It was wild, though. But today, there's just a fully decked out dude yeah you know i don't i don't know what same business. guy yeah, same guy yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's been there all day just so i got good. here okay oh, so obviously so that was, this, i understand this is a, him this, is a this is a bigger uh, yeah. a larger size of uh, black man by yeah let's yeah. mention you know this isn't just like so he's got what if you i'm see not some, a gunsman but the, i look like i was an assault rifle like so this like, isn't an open carry state right that's right. what I, that's the first thing i said to him i was like that's not illegal in pennsylvania right we're in philadelphia but i don't know because some there might because some dude was doing it at the columbus statue too yeah you know so i don't know i don't know the laws but um, 
But uh, so that's why he was doing it. I understand that during the riots. Why was he doing it just now, though? I have no idea. <laughs> I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, I'm not going to ask him any questions. But I was. I, I wanted good. to ask him questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just played that Dead Press song. And I think, uh, you know, as, yeah, as far as protest music, I mean, there's just like a whole big chunk of time that they, filled, mean, uh, they, they filled, filled the void. They filled the void uh -huh. for quite a few. They were the, you know. <laughs> The evolution of Public Enemy, kind of, you right? Know, like a few. That was years their. Later. That was their original marketing, right? They were yeah. like in the in the tradition of Public Enemy. Yeah, but they were also like great at making music and rapping. So it wasn't like. Yeah. I remember there was back in the day a Philly group called the Goats. You remember the Goats? Yeah, of course. I'm not your typical American. I'm not your. Yeah. Uh huh. But like, they didn't sustain like. Lots and lots of good music, the, you know, stuff like that. The Goats were one of them groups that people who didn't like rap liked. Yeah. They were like all, you would see them like at a, the alt stage. A little bit like a, uh, what's, what's the, what's the Killer Mike and LP group? The what? Killer Mike and LP's group. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Run the Jewels are kind of like one yeah, of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. You know how we think Organize the hood Under Achim Banners This is their debut. first album This is their first single Before the album ever came out This okay. is before Before it's bigger hip -hop, than hip hop yeah. This is their very first single It's Police State Came with acapella On the 12 inch Just in case you want to remix it And make, for, make it for the dance floor I want to be free to live Able to have what I need to live Bring the power back to the street There's uh The The hook You know it's like you almost say they're just like a, a New York product of like the Giuliani era too, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. No, you can hear the rhyme flow is like uh, it's very like it's very the firmish. It's like the, this is like the firm. Sounds like it could be, you know what I mean? It's that like late nineties or early two thousands. By the white male and the people that don't never get justice, and the women don't never get respected, and the problems don't never get solved. Yeah, man, I missed the. Uh, I'll be honest, hip hop. I don't know a lot of dead press shit. It's the rent always be late. Can you relate? We live in the police. No more political monsters. No more secret space launches. Government departments started it in the projects. Material objects. As we play this stuff, I realize, like, could have been invested in the future. When it comes to older music, every one of these words is like carved into my fucking brain. Yeah, when he used to remember rap songs. Yeah. One of my favorites. One of my personal favorites. That's that old Granddaddy South Savage Journey. You know, not familiar. Let's see. This is from a YouTube, like, there's not any. I used to have this album, but I don't have a good recording of this MP3. This was like Lyricist Lounge era, right? Was he? This is Florida. Orange County. Um, and then, you know, I know you're like, you like, uh, you know, the uh, East Flatbush Project, Tried by right. 12. If there's another uh, 
really good uh, song about the about the jerk. You know, uh, you know, trial time from the last Mr. Big. No, that's a great song. That's a fucking great song. That's off the the, uh, the Greg Street. The Greg, you put me onto that at Armand's years ago. The Greg, oh, really? the Greg Street, yeah, the Greg Street compilations. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, those are good. Uh huh. Anyway, Granddaddy South, I just like the guitar in that. And fuck the law, I don't give no fuck about the law. Law don't give no fuck about me. But here, here's here's that wonderful song. Yeah, this shit goes Trial hard. Time from the last yeah. Mr. Uh-huh. Big from uh, not a, believe, not necessarily a political song, but uh, but you know it's a song about uh, the judicial system. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, I think he's from, he from Alabama, actually. It's Mr. Big were to be released I think from Mobile. today and has caused okay. the uphride in Get your 12 white folks and take that shit yeah, I listened to this recently, and actually. It came in my head, and I was like, I put the YouTube up. This is early South days right here, man. This shit is hard. Take that shit to trial. I selling back in 1986. I'm Things on that bitch. Yeah, this is like this is before the rest of the, the country listened to Southern rap. This joint, you know, this is like distinctly South. Tastes like ribs. That's right. It's like ribs. Yeah, this is this is um yeah I like the, the chorus but yeah of course <laughs> you, you know this joint I was hoping you put me on this is this is deep deep, deep old school South shit graduation I remember when I used to do the same shit Buy a half ounce and cut it up and sold a block up I can't put my Glock up My Glock is my hole and my hole My hole and my hole goes everywhere I go wanna harm me I said you better bring the Navy Cause I'm finna bring the Army Get your 12 white folks and take that shit to trial, bitch Y'all motherfuckers talking about getting me 20 motherfucking years I got four motherfucking lawyers standing right here and we'll strike this bitch up. And if that shit don't work, I'll make y'all bitches kill me in this motherfucking courtroom. So motherfuck you, fuck the judge. I believe he had one eye because one was shot out. He had a diamond eye. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> wait, wait, I got one more coming from another uh, obscure song coming from, from Dirty South. From, okay, good. Uh, little, I'm, I'm going to pick up with it. All right, a little legendary group called Ghetto Mafia. Okay. From ATL. Uh, this is FTK. Which is uh fuck the KKK. Uh, I got okay. For the KKK. Yeah. I'm going out like that nigga OJ. I'm double murder. We're playing on the pavement. It's absurd. I'm the nigga that Satan sent. Yeah. What you came to get? You could tell that they were Ice Cube fans. Yeah. I heard you got a death wish. I'm just a D in the hood. Fuck the president and his flunkies. Giving a speech, cause I'm a bust from a bar. It'll reach. See all crackers ain't shit to me. Man, fuck your hound and your deputy. It is ounce of love in you. Until I see why RIP. Now I ran from the murder. Left me sticky. Did you kill him? Damn, Skippy. Is this Atlanta? Yeah. My husband came home 
Because it kind of reminds me of that, like, gangsta nip, like, Fifth Ward type, type shit. But I guess they were all influenced by that shit, right? It was all, like, yeah. everyone was, like, Ghetto Boys, which is going to be some of my next contributions. I'm sick of you hoes trying to run mine. I'm coming with a gun line, running after one time. I got a grudge against you, blue suits, black suits, white suits, and state troops. That's the way you made us. Send a nigga to the penitentiary. That's this is the one. This is a. This is off till death do us part. Another big album for Mike. Crooked officer and then protecting sir. I'm just gonna go to another Ghetto Boys song, which I equate more to the. There was N.W.A., there was Public Enemy, and then there was Ghetto Boys. Was like the third trilogy of that, like kind of like conscious, conscious street slash gangster shit. Mr. Officer, look at all of us. I want to put your ass in a call. It's nice that he said, sir. Like, it's like, you know, <laughs> still, he's still, still maintaining, you know, rank and whatnot. <laughs> Just manners. I would like to kill you, sir. <laughs> the OG shit. This isn't really, this was just like them introducing themselves as a voice, I feel like this song was, you know? Willie D kills this shit too. He does spit, he does drop some knowledge. Was that, was that Prince? Was that Jay Prince? Probably. So I got Willie D on the other end. Here you go. Shit like racism. It's people to the heart of the school system. Why skip all funds from the states? And that's why minorities learn so late. What, what was that line? Real, what, he said whites steal all the funds from the state. Whites get more funds from the state. Yo, and that's so pause that for a minute. So this is amazing that she said that because like I've been thinking about this all week. Yeah. Uh, Sean King posted uh, some kind of city council meeting somewhere where I forget the guy's name right now, mm-hmm. but it was like the single most effective. Did you see this? Yeah, I watched it. Most too. effective discussion for why you defund the police and it was exactly that line that he said he really did 1990 he's literally he broke down how like all the cops in their area Mm. 98 percent of them live in like the white county somewhere else right so then all the money into their pensions even after they retire right right right, right. it's all taking your taxpayers money to fund these white schools to fund their their whole life see that's crazy because i know like at least in philly you have to live in philly to be a cop Really? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, that's like a thing, like, nationwide, where, like, people don't even police the places they live. So, like, 
the people that they're literally oppressing with their style of policing are mm-hmm. the ones that pay for every aspect of their suburban lives like somewhere else it's thing about like how they're living while at the same yeah, time no, that's, like, that's you know a boot fucked up if true yeah you know? fucked up and very true yeah. and uh just this one guy's video at this one uh this hearing was just like the most you know if you when you say defund the police and people are like what do you mean you know yeah, what are you yeah. gonna do when somebody comes to rob you and all that mm-hmm. and then you're like well they spend four percent of their time working on violent crime yeah so couldn't you say that like 10 percent of the cops need to actually carry guns right to handle the four percent of violent crimes while everybody else whatever you know it just needs to be like a lot of these anything involving mental health and drugs all this stuff mm-hmm. needs to be people people that aren't cops that have right. guns it needs to be other type people that 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 handle these situations and also like, on a there can still be like detectives that solve crimes yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely because that's because most t- cops arrive after the fact anyway but the cops will be the first people to admit that like they don't do anything most of the time like NYPD cops just say they literally just so you know other simple solutions like why do you have to have a squad car why can't a lot of these fucking cops that are working these like type city beats, why can't they just walk? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like be among the community. So you're actually like participating in whatever's going on as opposed to like, yeah, you know, anyway, but anyway, when that, that Willie D line, that, that's, I waited till that, that, until that line in particular. And it's I just like, it's just like perfect the... example of like why defunding the police is gaining momentum, why mm-hmm. it's actually happening in certain places and why it needs to happen in every Every city in the in the country, you know. I'm not Mac, it's a paracon. After this one, I can fill out a pack of gun. So if you wanna fuck with this brother, you better be ready, motherfucker. You're gonna have to go. I mean, well, you I got- know, I think we would be remiss. I, I mean, we did uh, fight the power. We talked about fuck the police, but you would have to have. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I just wanted to mention. I don't think the Ghetto Boys get their credit in history of like how influential they were i i think i think from hip-hop historians or at least maybe just yeah maybe just like they haven't it's i mean i just mean in in recent years yeah the reverence the respect scarface does individually i feel like i feel like scarface does as like salute like oh it's kind of the way bun b does you know what i mean like there's like there's like a reverence right yeah yeah but Ghetto Boys was like, I mean, I love Scarface, but like, as we heard, Willie D was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason like certain things worked so well was Willie D or like mm-hmm. MC Ren, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't necessarily like the stars. It was almost like, or Lord Infamous, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the third guy. Yeah, and then you had the Bushwick Bill, and then, right. you know, and like, uh, there was like a, it's, you don't get a lot of groups anymore, right? In general, R&B, rap. Yeah, not really. The, the group is just doesn't exist anymore. Migos. It, Migos is a group. Migos is like the last group, right? If you're talking about more than two people. Yeah. Because yeah, like you might have groups with like two people. But even that's rare. You're right. Like now. Mm-hmm. You have, you have posses, you have collectives, but you yeah. don't actually have a marketed as a group. Right, like you know? you've got TDE, so you've got Kendrick and you've got Schoolboy Q and you've got Absol and Right. But like they're all still, it's not, there's not a band. Overseer, officer, 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 officer. That breaks down the uh, origin of policing as the, uh, slave just to patrols. keep slave, yeah, slave patrols. Rap, it's been teaching us. It's, yeah, exactly. 
There's so much more. Like KRS and Boogie Down Productions was always more an in general thing. Like they have Black Cop too, but uh, they were always kind of more the same way. Death Certificate was just like an overall assessment of various situations. KRS One is alive. So what is he doing in 2020? Why haven't we gotten a single KRS One statement in the last like five years about anything? Even about the recent shit, I haven't heard him any, heard about anything. I mean, right? yeah, maybe he's like, I, you know what? I've said enough for three decades. I taught you about the temple of hip hop. Yeah. I turned hip hop into a like. What, what can I say that hasn't already been said? No, I, I would honestly say that I feel like he has he has an overall relationship with hip hop as a whole. The same way Al Gore and been in the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like he should be. Omni- I honestly feel he like- should be omnipresent in the conversation. Like, what's he doing right now, man? I don't know, man. I, I feel like there's a lot of voices now that maybe have kind of like are better at saying the things he used to say. Yeah. I was kind of hearing that argument from a lot of people, too, that it's not really up to the older guys. Yeah, and it's yeah. more so that like somebody and I think people have stepped up that are yeah. know, of the younger generation. Oh, of course, man. Whether it's rap or just like, you know, Internet accounts, the Sean Kings and whatnot right. of the, of the world. It, yeah. Or, we didn't have the Internet. So this was like. This was all you had was basically through music, and then you had like the big figures. The uh, but you know what? Some of the some of the people that that are moving the meter in the conversation more so than the music. It's it's LeBron. Yeah, it's an actor like uh, what's his name Jesse Williams. Yeah, like it's like there's a what's his name from Star Trek? I mean Star Wars. Oh, uh, Uh, John, uh, John Boyega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got people that are really moving the pushing the. You know the the Overton window about what we're going on, but it's not a lot of the rappers, bro, and it's yeah. not a lot of musicians. Period. Mm-hmm. That are actually out there. Am I wrong? I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, some rappers, you know, are out there walking the walk, talking the talk. I'm thinking of like you know Jay Coles and Kendricks and stuff. Right. But like at yeah, the same time, yeah. So we time, played some of the new the new joints of rappers, right? Oh, but, but is anyone actually speaking speaking on it? You know. Uh, and, no, I mean, I think I felt like we hit a lot of them. I know that a lot of people were asking about Kendrick, but the thing I think the thing with Kendrick is, is like the the last three albums have kind of been have touched on a lot of those subjects. Yeah, yeah. So it's in, in some it's, context, you know. It, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, this was another one when you played this. I was like, oh, I didn't grab this one. This was this was a big this was big with the heads when this came out. It's also just sonically like, Cosmo, it's yeah. slapper harder than most. Little flute. Being Cosmo used to play this up in the 700 Club a lot when yeah, this came out street, on the vinyl. Yeah. Nice. On the count of three, say fuck the police. One, two, three. Fuck the police. Yeah, fuck damn right. What's the record? Damn right. <laughs> Speaking of songs that you forgot, we'll start this right out. Yeah. Another cop wants to own illegal business. They out of control. They out of their minds. They pulling you over. They hopping inside. Just know you got drugs and know you got guns. And they know when they mad when they can't find none. Stupid. Don't you know they get into the stash box? Then he be in and need a key to get in it. And he offended people suck my balls. All y'all off the wall get stupid, dog. Don't hold back. Don't let go. Don't say damn. Just say whoa. Which takes us to another. Say fuck the police. Want no 
All right, what else you got? <laughs> Just a modern <laughs> classic. Yeah, when you played this, uh, this song was so popular. It was such a commercial crossover. You didn't hit. really think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They see me rolling. It was. It was just too big a hit to really like to immediately come to mind. Right. But what? Is, yeah. Exactly what it's about. See me lean, I'm tense, so it ain't easy to be seen. When you see me ride by, they can see the gleam. I shine on the deck in the TV screen. Ride with a new chick, she like hold up next to the PlayStation controller. Hey, we we know the song. <laughs> Have you ever heard this song? You ever heard this song before? That's one of those like your grandma gonna sing along. I know mm-hmm. the ride dirty song. Everybody likes. Um, yeah, man. Yo. Uh, Contribute to the art Patreon if you if you want to us, toss us a couple dollars. Yeah. Um, it's a movement, man. Uh, what is that? Uh, Patreon.com. Art slash art podcast. Slash art podcast. Follow us on Instagram, art underscore podcast. Check out the Artronics every Tuesday, 8 p.m. EST. On the uh, Mad, Mad Decent, Decent Live, Live Twitch, Twitch channel. Check out. Bear, what streams you, you got? Are you still streaming? He said he's kind of taking a little, took a little, little break. Since, what about, since but the Wow's marathon. got a lot of shit. Yeah, they're I'm, doing a lot I'm, of shit here, right? I'll be back on, uh, you know, the Watts airwaves here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a stream tomorrow with Very Wavy out of Dallas. Maybe one of these days when it comes to these big streaming marathons, there might be a little something called the Ard Fest coming your oh. way. Ooh. I've been kicking around some ideas. Plotting. Sponsored by Mike's Ard Lemonade. <laughs> no, <laughs> unless you got the unless you got the uh, the sponsored dollars. Well, it doesn't exist. Only Mike's Hard Lemonade does. I just made <laughs> up Mike's Ard Lemonade, which you know. Take it out on on one of the most break them down new edutainment songs by Yellow Pain uh, called "My Vote Don't Count." Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, this song. Uh, the, this is this is the one that this is like the uh, political dreams and nightmares. It's also a little bit like the uh, I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit like Schoolhouse Rock in like one do you, song. Do you know this joint? I don't know this joint. Yeah, I'm just thinking pretty, about Conjunction it, 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 Junction it, it, over here. Conjunction it's, Junction. What's it's, your function? It's still with the video cause he like. All right, Ard, y'all. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you soon. We we apologize for our hiatus. Place for us. This is how all my people feel, but we gotta learn. We complained enough. Let me 
change it up. Everything I just said, everybody I know think the same way. See, they don't want to see us vote, and we never do, so we see the same thing. But all our votes really do count, and they'll never really let it show. So now I'm finna break it down, because if I don't, you would probably never know. First thing first, you know back in middle school when they taught us, it was three branches of the government. We Hold up, wait a minute. Got older. It's the judicial, the legislative, and executive. But all we know is the executive. That's the mayor or the governor and the president. Now, none of them three people make no laws. They just be checking them. The laws come to their desk, and all they do is say no or yes to it. So when the news station tried to tell us that Barack Obama couldn't put us on, we was all Saudi at Obama when it was the Congress members out along. We got to focus on the legislative branch. Yeah, they the ones that make the laws. Yeah, they the ones right how much food stamp money you get on the car. But when people that wanted to help us wanted the job, I know they probably lost. Cause we ain't even know their name, we ain't know their face, we ain't know it all. So the Congress or the State House, that's legislative, they make laws. So what we want from the president is what they do. Okay, y'all? See, they election every two years, but we don't never even go to those. The Congress, they can raise minimum wage, but we ain't even really know it though. So you know how back in 08, when we all voted for Obama, we was all supposed to go back in 2010 and vote for the Congress. Cause they the ones make child support laws. They the ones choose if your kids at school get to eat steak or corn dogs. The State House make the court cost. So if the country failed, then you can't say it's them, it's your fault. Cause y'all ain't know to vote for Congress members that was for y'all. And they don't gotta leave after four years and we just let them sit. See, they don't wanna tell you this, they want you to focus on the president. Now the third branch is the judicial, that's judges. They the reason why John Crawford and Trayvon ain't had justice. So when Meek Mill got locked up just for popping willies, we blame the judge and not the city when they let her get voted in. Cause they ain't know who to vote against. Imagine life on the other side. Roads better, schools better, everybody get their license back, grocery store food better, custody of your kids back, homeless people get new shelters, if we gon' fix the U.S., we gotta start with them two letters, me and you, somebody told us that the government wanna keep us broke, but the only reason why those people in the government is cause we ain't vote, and I ain't talking about the president, I'm talking about the ones we ain't know, see they was gonna What's this dude's name again? Yellow Pain, Yellow Pain, yeah, he got yellow hair. I think that's what that's about. I don't know. But that's it's, that's a good uh that's, that's a good modern. <laughs> I'm just a Bill Sid on Capitol Hill. Is it the updated? Can you compare version. it to anything else? <laughs> like it's like it's literally like I don't know anything else that broke down the three branches of government any like more uh but actually related it to how voting everyone just votes in the, the general election, but right. there's all yeah. that little Johns too. I gotta put that in the common core. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hard. Hard. Hard.